You ready? It's born ready. Ooh. Sexy. Welcome to well-being. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. Hello, I'm Theo. I'm a director, an editor, and an artist. And I'm Josh. I'm a graphic and motion designer and video editor and hmm, a bunch of other stuff, too. One day I'll, like, remember it all, then I'll just list it all. It'll be, like, the yeah. longest intro. It'll be great. It'll be the whole yeah, episode. You'll, you'll have it all. I think the three yeah. things works. Calling out three things, Andy. Shh. My name is Hendy. I'm a writer, producer, and director. That's a good oh. tight three. See, it's oh. a good tight three. Very nice. Big. Uh, yeah. So, thanks for joining us. It's another week. Um, you know, another podcast coming at you for your faces. Let's get into it with some sparks of inspiration. Who gonna go first? I'll go first today. Okay. Get it. I actually have it like preemptively it's like Ooh. you know it's there so uh this week for me my spark is the live action one piece on netflix so um i'm a huge one piece fan uh love the anime i'm like like all caught up up to, up to like chapter like the most recent like nearly like 1100 chapter like 1100th chapter it's like genuinely one of my favorite manga, his favorite anime of all time. It's fantastic, wonderful characters, amazing themes. I was worried about the live action because as everyone should be. As yeah. everyone should be, yeah. Because you know, watch Death Note. Be we watched. We watched. If you watched Death Note, yep. If you watched Cowboy Bebop, oh yeah, yep. If you watched pretty much any of like Netflix's own personal live action adaptations, you were worried. But man, this show is great. It's. It's a lot of fun, actually. Like, the people behind it truly do love One Piece. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of love and a lot of care and a lot of thought put into this show. What's probably most impressive to me, like outside of like the casting, is like pretty good. It's it's pretty good casting. There's a, I have a few gripes with a few things, but the casting's pretty great. But like, nearly the entire show is all practical. Like there are very the only visual effects essentially in the show is like Luffy's like stretching. Yeah, that's it. Like the the fishmen are all in practical makeup. Like, like the ships are all practical. Like the sets are all practical. Everything is real, that's and cool. it's fucking insane. Like it because of that. Like the show just feels so much more real, and it feels just so much better like it captures that that essence of one piece so much better than it would have if it was like mostly cg like cowboy bebop yeah like cowboy bebop was all digital and it showed it didn't translate well and one piece was like oh man this works they obviously like they made some changes to story to kind of shorten things up because the show covers all the way up to the end of the arlong pirates which i want to say is like the first about maybe 50 episodes and it does that in 10 or it does, yeah yeah and it does that in eight episodes eight, eight hour long hour? episodes hour yeah long eight episode. eight hour long episodes so it's like pretty good it does it pretty concisely um there are like again you know a few things that are changed the way people meet is a little different um weirdly like his grandpa garp is a really big part of this first season and we don't even meet Garp until episode like two or three hundred in the actual show. <laughs> so they, so they were like, like, let's just jump some things. Yeah, but the way they did it makes so much sense. Like it almost fills in a gap that I didn't even realize was there. Nice. It's That's like good. it's 
it's yeah, it's it's really well done. It's a it's fantastic. I definitely recommend if you're a fan of One Piece, go watch it. If you're not a fan of One Piece, go watch it. You might enjoy it. It's just a lot of fun. So, yes, Very that's cool. mine. Very mm-hmm. nice. Very cool. Inspiring. Cool. I was just watching it before I got here too. I got the first like ten minutes, oh. <laughs> and then nice. I then I realized uh, Dynamite was on, so I stopped and watched Dynamite. Oh God damn it! <laughs> um, come back to this. Uh, I guess mine uh, inspiration was I guess last weekend we went to uh, Arizona to visit Josh and Bree. Had some fun out there. We went a lot of like record shopping. I spent more money on records than I expected. I also think I tripled my little uh, collection. collection of albums. Yeah, you, only had a few, and me and Maggie went a little ape. overboard. Yeah, you guys went ape shit. You guys got a lot on, of good stuff on it. Like she bought, I think pretty much all System of the Down on vinyl. <laughs> I don't even have a System of the um, Down yet. Yeah, so I think she like four albums of that, and then some other ones that she found um, that I got too. So it was just fun um, hanging out enjoying uh company eating a lot of good food um just chatting and just not being cooped up in the house so it was nice walking around um good time out there it wasn't that hot to to be that unbearable i know a lot of people in like vegas had like monsoons or some shit out there and yeah fuck that Fuck that. Yeah. yeah. And like Burning Man nice. was even worse than usual. Yeah. Um, they got trapped. It was, out it was there. nice. Yeah. It was a nice weekend. It was actually a really nice weekend. Yeah. It was super chill. Super cool. So yeah. I felt really good to be out there and just kind of like, it was my last like summer Fridays. But yeah. It was a fun time. We saw Blue Beetle. That was really yeah. cool. Watching with Josh. He didn't enjoy being having me next to him. He said I talked too much in it. <laughs> Uh, Bro, but I think I was just—I think, um, I, think like I was just enjoying the movie, and uh, it was also my third time watching it. So, I also think it was the people behind us that talked a lot because they were saying a lot of things before the movie start stuff even happened. I felt I was on my best behavior in the movie experience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was—it was fun uh, to hang out, hang out with Bones, hang out with Pickles. Gave her a pet once or twice. Yeah. Pickles is a cat. Bones is a dog. Yeah. <laughs> no, just reference. a random bone and a random pickle. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a random pickle we found on the floor. He's just like, hey, yeah. pickle, and he just touched it and <laughs> like, just petted Ooh. it. No, yeah. it's like it's a pile of pickles because it's pickled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pickles. Oh, yeah. 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 Someone just, just dumped think- out a pickle jar. They needed the jar, so they just dumped the pickles on the ground. Yeah. Josh is trying to make cucumbers out there, so he just has pickles on the ground in his backyard. Mm. I, I like how I'm trying. I'm trying to make cucumbers out of pickles. That's that's great. That's good. It's <laughs> <laughs> just good. I was like putting it all together in my head too, and I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Someone's gonna say something. Either we either we roll right past it or no, you don't ignore that. That's not a statement you ignore. Uh, Listen, he's the one planting it, not me. <laughs> I just, I just, I didn't have the heart to tell him he did it wrong. I but. just shoved a pickle spear in the ground. I'm like, this will do it. Yep, they'll take this time. And then I uh, <laughs> bought a little bonsai tree. So I you do that he to did. help with uh, to calm myself down or some mental health with it. I also bought a bunch of like yeah. stuff, the accessories for it. Yeah. So, yep, that was we bought a we bought a. We bought a gigantic bonsai tree. Wow. Oh, yeah. They had like seven plants. <laughs> and Bree's like, never mind. Threw them all back on the ground. And yeah. she's like, this is the one I want. <laughs> this is the one I want. And it's like, all right. I was like, she had to carry it in the back with her on the floor. Yeah. She had it on the hood of the car the whole way. She just had her arms on top of it holding it. <laughs> it was a long way from Tucson. Yeah. Long drive. Just taking the streets. Yep. What the hazards? What about you, Theo? Yeah, um, what the hazards on? But yeah, so I have two this week. I have uh, my mini one and uh, my bigger one. My mini one is Baldur's Gate three. Me and the wife started playing it together. It's a, a it, it's a challenging experience so far because there's it's kind of buggy for the split screen. 
but it's a damn fun RPG. Like, uh, yeah, there's so many roles and all this stuff. And then, uh, yeah, there's just so many fuck ups that I did. <laughs> I was always like, I'm going to check this and then smashes through the floor and then gets my corpse fucking burnt to death, burnt further to death. Yeah, that's on my wish list to get. I don't know if you'll dig it or not. A lot of menus and a lot of it's a. Oh, never mind. That's going to be off my wish a, list. It's a deep RPG. So it's like. I'll just play Madden. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> I'll let you check it out. I'll let you check it out on our PlayStation. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll do a tester. Run. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Andy, you would love Final Fantasy. It's it's the it's arguably the most approachable Final Fantasy ever made. Yeah, because it's more like a Devil May Cry. Yeah, it's actually the combat's super easy. It's not turn based. It's really fun. It's very satisfying. I'll try that. If not, I'll just keep playing Madden until then. Do it. It is football. Anyways, season. What, uh, and then the is, other one was comic books. Uh, I've been reading DC's Night Terrors. Which is really awesome. It's just kind of just jumping back into a big, you know, cross comic book event. Um, and then I'm reading Batman's Nightmare, which is interesting because that ties into the bigger book because you always got to go for Batman. <laughs> and then Doom Patrol, which has just been. It's amazing because it's like, you know, how you explain some Doom Patrol to someone. It's like it's X-Men, but really fucked up by their by their shit. It's like a psychological X-Men. And uh, this miniseries has just been really great at exploring different aspects of of how the Doom Patrol kind of fit into the grander scheme of the DC universe, which is really interesting because it's like you have all these fucked up weirdos who like, yeah, are heroes in their own right, but also nobody likes them and they all have problems with them. So it's just like. And it's been a really interesting dynamic and just a really interesting dive into the mind that I, you know, can't recommend Doom Patrol more. Their shows is good for Doom Patrol. Oh, yeah. The show is amazing. Yeah, I gotta, I still gotta finish. I think I have like... I have the last season to finish. I think I have the last two seasons. Because, yeah, because I, I started watching it with, with Chelsea and then uh, they were like, okay, we have a lot of shows to watch. And then we got lost in the show shuffle. Yeah, we started to. I think somewhere in mid-season one, we just, something got, I was caught our eye and then we start watching something else. Yep, it just happens every time. I, that's why I... I think I, My Hero was on, or Demon Slayer, and then we just got distracted with that. Mm-hmm. And this gets distracted with so much other shows that we have to watch in our show bank thing. So I just forgot to go back. Yeah. Those are my sparks. Nice. Yeah. Comic, good old fashioned comic books. Like I love just jumping back into the world of comics um, has been a delight. Nice. I did I feel about you. over there too. I did uh, get Batista's uh, biography in hardcover. Did? Oh. <laughs> and, oh. and then the, and, rock, and the, the Rock's autobiography on paperback. Yes. Hey, if it gets you reading, man, it gets it you was, reading. Uh, I don't know I'm going to read them. I read them before. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, but I, I don't know the paperback items. version. Okay. Collector's um, items, The rock man. one. And I don't know where Batista one was. So, okay. uh, Fair enough. Yeah, they're also like $4 when we're at the Bookman's out there. Yeah. So Super cheap. Yeah, it was dirt cheap. I think yeah. Brie got Korean Dragon Ball Z. Hmm. Yeah, she got six volumes of the, yeah. the original Dragon Ball in Korean to read. So hyped. We actually we actually just started because we ran out of One Piece to watch. We were just like, let's go back to the anime. And we're now we're watching the one the anime again. Wow. So we've watched like five episodes already. So we'll get there. We'll catch up in like five right. years. Huh? Watching it subbed, right? No, we're watching or it dubbed. dubbed. We're watching yeah. it dubbed. Like it's just so much easier to watch it dubbed. And honestly, it's like the dub for One Piece is like not bad. Okay. I the, just remember it being in the four kids era. So I did they, did they re-record not, everything? Yeah, or? they re-recorded everything. Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll, this maybe is I'll definitely. Watch the dub then. This is like this is a toy animation dub. Like it's not a four kids dub. So, yeah, because I remember Naruto and One Piece were 
what four kids originally yeah they were they were four kids because they were picked up by they got picked up by i think it was jetix at the time Mm. for a for a short bit and then that went under and then toonami picked up both and then they got new dubs i believe nice i don't actually i don't think toonami picked up one piece they just picked up naruto yeah i remember watching naruto on there yeah on toonami i don't remember one piece being on there yeah, I don't I think One Piece one got picked piece up. Somewhere. Yeah. And they had a terrible theme song. Look it up. I'm telling you, it exists. If it's there, the same I, theme song, I will fight you to the death to tell you that One Piece's theme song is fantastic. One it's kid, so it it's so full of friendship and pirates, it's amazing. So oh yeah, I fucking hate that song. Some man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. My fortune is yours for the taking. But yeah, it's different, Dub. That's not the, it's not, it's not that. In one piece. Ever since, pirates from all over... Oh my god. Don't give it up now, man. There's no way that was the original song. <laughs> That's not the original song. No. I don't think they had a rap version I, I of One Piece. They did not. Four kids opening. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I love pirates, kids, and rap intros. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense for for that whole era though. Je- like four kids and Jetix and stuff. They were obsessed with that shit though. Like remember Ultimate yeah. Muscle? Oh yeah, dude. Ultimate Muscle was the same. And like the the spirit they captured in Ultimate Muscle was absolutely nothing like Kanikuman at all. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> well, let's take Anyways. our sparks of inspiration <laughs> and let's move on to some mental health. Yeah, we kind of went right. off the rails a little bit on that one. Yeah, we did. I was, I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like, how can I rein us back? I'm going to rein us back somehow. Um. So yeah. Homework, who wants to go first? Mm-mm. Homework, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, uh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'll go first and tell you I did not do my homework. What yeah. the fuck? Is hanging out with your friends counting as mindfulness? <laughs> but you were also supposed to do mindfulness exercises too. No, that's what I said. I said, does hanging out with your friends count as mindfulness? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, to a degree, if you stop, then you kind of, you know, at least thought on the situation, too. You know, kind of like, oh, yeah. This. Yeah, like if we're grading, it would be like a C plus. Yeah. C plus. Unmindfulness. All right. I'll take the C. And that's grading on a curve. I'll take so, the yeah, C. So you just. Just you just gotta practice mindfulness. You know, this is this is you know again stepping outside yourself, stepping outside of work, stepping outside of of everything in life, and just checking in with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at least for ten minutes. You know, try ten minutes a day. You know, okay. whatever whatever gets you, kind of stop thinking. Just remember any thought you have. I, I picture myself on a lake. You know, I've been told train, I've been told whatever, and and I picture my thoughts or ideas like a leaf passing by the lake. You know, like I'm kind of going on like a steady stream, and then there goes a leaf, and that's a thought, and I just let it pass by. I acknowledge it. I'm like, it's a pretty dope leaf. It's kind of red, kind of green. Cool. You know, so if you picture you're on a train, you, you know, you imagine just thought and idea something that just passes by you can acknowledge the idea but don't linger on that idea got it andy no i mean i've reached out to a couple counselors Mm -hmm. to try to get that back going i got a lot of two of them said they didn't have the insurance and then two others i emailed I'm still waiting to get a response back. I called and they left mess. I left messages, never got a call back. So I found their email. So I've emailed them. I'm still waiting to hear back from them to at least get that going. Um, Just got to see if they take my insurance. 
Have you sure. tried calling your insurance directly? And, and we'll have the app that tells me. Um, okay. And then there's also, a, I forgot the website I found, but it tells you too, the therapists that take insurances. Okay. So I just kind of go through that one to read what the therapist specialties are and, and all that stuff and trying to um, go that way. Um, so I'm, I'm doing a lot of that when I can and then I get cut up with work. Mm. But I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks it should clear up and to probably Friday I'll try to do some more calls and follow up emails because I think Friday's a little bit lighter load for work for me very nice um, and then we had talked about checking in with your feelings have you been doing that uh, I think I tried especially on the drive over and back from Arizona because it's such a long, long and you're in one place so you really can't you only have so many distractions you don't have an unlimited list things of distractions. Gives you a lot of time to think. Um, yeah. So at times when there was like those quiet moments where like Maggie was asleep, napping, I would try to like get into my feelings and try to figure out more and try to like get through it all or just try to understand more, just something with it to yeah. connect with and just try to find ways. But I would probably get a C on that one. Like, <laughs> Also great on the curve. It's like, it's tough. It, instead, what you can do, if if feelings is too direct, you can always do like thoughts or or moods or even just do a quarterly check in. You know, it's the morning. How am I feeling this morning? I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling blah blah blah. Cool. Write it down if you have to write it down. Um, there's apps for it too if you want to if you want to try that. There's different approaches you can take take, but I definitely think kind of getting in check with yourself will really help you dial in. Okay. Um, and I'll then, look at the apps that might be helpful. Then lastly, did you come up with a dream? You, we found your hope, and that was you know yeah. therapy. This, if not, it's totally cool. We at least have a hope for you. Yeah, I don't have a dream. Why, why do you think it's hard for you to come up with a dream? I don't know. I think I try to think more present than more long-term thinking. Mm -hmm. I feel like dream is like something that uh, I can't plan for, but then I never know if I will succeed or not with it. But like little short-term things, I know I could succeed because like, oh, I just have to do this one step in there. But a dream feels like a longer game type of thing. And I don't know. I think I'm better more short-term thinking and short-term planning than trying to think of some bigger picture dream type of scenario. So I think I just have a hard time trying to grasp that. Do you think that hinders you or, or sets you back? Uh, I'm sure it does. Like I, I know it frustrates Maggie about it. Um, but I don't know. I've been trying to do more of it and trying to speak up and and all that stuff about it. But at times I think it's just easier just to. I don't know. Get along easier than just kind of like, all right, cool. Let's just get to the next thing then. Do you think that's a shield you put up? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay. I'm not sure sure why I have the shield up, but it's just I have it up there. So I don't know. One thing like I know personally, like why I kind of always have that shield up and I recently found out was um, my mom has a tendency to, like, let's say I try to look at the brighter side of a thing, you know, and my mom has a tendency to also go to, to push it towards the realism side of things and sometimes the more dour side of things. So whereas I can be like, look at something, um, you know, like, let's just say like climate change where it's just like it fucking sucks right now but you know what there's there's 
generations in front of behind, you know, whatever younger than us, they're like worried about that and are figuring that out faster than we're figuring that out. So there's a positive there. Whereas, you know, someone with a more realistic or, or um, what have you, or like my mom's sensibilities, like has a tendency to be like, yeah, but you know, we live in the now and then this is happening and these people are doing this and this is happening. And I kind of realized that that was always with my things because I always kind of get ahead of myself and get overexcited about things. So I'll always look at the positives and come back down. So maybe you should start looking for diving into the past yourself is a little bit hard and difficult without without a therapist. But looking at the now and kind of seeing where your dreams and stuff are being stifled or that dream or that search for the future is being stifled um, could unlock something. Okay. <clears throat> I think that's actually that kind of ties in with what I was going to ask is like when you were younger like did you have a dream like did you like was your dream to like work in movies like work in film like like what was your dream when you were a kid because maybe like you know maybe maybe your dream was a little broader and you've reached that dream and now it feels more difficult um, to come up with something in place of that. I don't know. As a kid, I didn't really think about that. As I was just playing with friends, going outside. Uh, usually, I stopped. I was just hanging out with whatever friends I have, and just kind of make the best. We always did stuff, adventuring um, together. It wasn't like my dream was like for my career. I didn't get to like high school. Like I always found it it interesting shows and movies and how it's made. Mm-hmm. And I always watch like behind the scenes, or I'll, after a movie I've seen a couple of times, I'll watch the director's cut or like the commentary to see what was like the cast and director talk, thinking about or what stuff happened when they made the show or the movie or something. Yeah, but it wasn't until like high school where I realized something I would like to pursue as a career, as in video production and like TV, movies, and media. Maybe it's diving deeper into yourself and kind of like looking at it and going like, okay, these aren't just choices I've made. These are, you know, this is a past, you know, there's something, there's something there. There's reasons there, but you're looking at it more analytically rather than, I don't know, not fancifully. Um, Josh, words I'm looking for? Um... Oh man, non-analytically, non-analy- non-analy- non-analytically. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it, you have a tendency to always kind of analyze and compute and 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 figure out versus looking at it like you know, life is chaos. Life sometimes just doesn't make sense, and sometimes we got to allow that 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 senselessness to to drive us into something. Um, maybe you're missing something there. Probably, definitely, I'm missing something there. We'll dive deeper into this. I, 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 you know, this is. I would journal about this and and just kind of, just really reflect on yourself, um, whenever you get those opportunities to. So your, your homework is to journal about yourself. Um. Hell, maybe journal about those feelings. Um, and then uh, um, tap into mindfulness. Just figure out your thoughts. Um, my homework I got from my, my therapist last week. I had a lot. I'm not going to go deep into it. I mean, unless you guys really want to know. But... Um, I had to write positives about me. Um, I kind of had failed at it the first time because she was like, how many positives did you write about yourself? And I was like, three. (laughs) So I actually made it the front page of my journal and I have 
I have nine so far. Eight. Nice. So anytime, anytime I think about a new positive about myself or something that I can just be like, yo, this about me, um, I, I write it down. I go, go write it down. Um, then I had to write three things I would change about my childhood. Um, and that was like, that was like deeper than I thought. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So it kind of made me, I, I'm really curious. I, uh, I was supposed to have therapy today just before we were recording, but, um, I think she kept hearing me say the six rather than the six at six because she said 6 p.m. yesterday and I was like okay 6 p.m. on the six right so I had it written down wrong and she was like where are you and I'm like I'm in a deposition so I wouldn't even have made it because the deposition went till 6 30. Mm, ouch I could have double duty I could have double duty I would just gonna try um what else did I have oh, yeah. there Positive aspects, three things you would change about your childhood. Oh, and oh. So that one seems like a good one to talk about next time, another time. Like childhood drinking, stuff. Yeah. I, I think we can, I'll put that out there as our question and we can tackle that next week. You want to do that? I'm good with that, Josh. I'm cool with that. I'll try to think of something. Okay. Okay. So. So the full the full brunt of it, and I forgot to do the second half of it. So I, you know, I I'm getting like a B on my homework. So yeah, so with my homework, I'd say B. I'm getting like about a B. Uh, I also have this list of stuff I'm supposed to be doing. That uh, this is also a good exercise, I think, for us too, uh, especially because like you two are like really locked into work, um, um, except when you party. Um, so we'll we'll jump into that list and I'll 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 go over that after the question. So we have the full exercise is this and we'll save this for next week. So uh, um, because I think we'll, it'll probably take up the whole episode, but three things you would change about your childhood and how you feel it shaped you currently. So it could be as little as I wish we were richer when we were a kid. Uh, being poor has made me uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's just an example. Are, not are they are they more hypo, are they more hypothetical answers? Like, can we get a little more fantastical with it or should we be more realistic with our answers? I would be more realistic. This is something this is an exercise to. This is more for if you've had, a, you know, a, a bad past or, you know, bad, mm. bad things from your, you know, or, or troubling things. These are supposed to be an exercise in dealing with our problems now. Mm. Um, so it could be like, I wish my 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 brothers were more attentive or I wish, you know, or if this would happen and, and by not having this in my life, it's caused, this is where you really have to look, you know, if, if being poor growing up made you more, uh, what's the word, uh, where you want to like hoard your money more. Um, cheap yeah it's cheap or frugal 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 there you go mm -hmm. you know it's like cheap google yeah cheap google so that's frugal. that's what you that's what you're looking for with these with these changes um you can look at them from a completely positive way too you know if if the end is a positive result then then cool you know if 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 it is more like you know, I I wish we didn't grow up poor, but by growing up poor has made me appreciate the value of the dollar more. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, and then this list we can do today. Um, I think uh, everyone can do this. So this is just a list of of duh, 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 duh. we'll do a list of. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 
So these are seven items that you do um, that make you the they, they give you a positive result. You know, either they get you out of your head, they get you. Um, uh, all right, here we go. I have the actual thing here. Positive activities for behavioral activation. Create a list of activities that you find rewarding. Rate each activity in two categories. How easy the activity is um, to complete and then how rewarding it is to you creatively, behaviorally, whatever have you. So for me, I have art. Uh, the difficulty on art is a five and its reward factor is a question mark to me because uh, there's varying factors at the as the end result of art for me right now that I'm currently dealing with in, 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 in therapy. Uh, video making difficulty nine reward factor 10. So do on a scale of 10 video games, just playing games, ease. It's about a two right now for me. It's a little difficult to, just because I'm just where my mind is at. And it's an eight. Reading, difficulty of four, reward of nine. Taking my dog out, one, you know, it's not that difficult. And it's a reward factor of three. Get spend some time with my doggo. Writing, difficulty, five, interesting. And reward factor of six. That's kind of low, but interesting uh spending uh family time uh difficulty one uh reward five spend more time with my family okay okay josh do you have seven things or you can go, you can go five if, if it's easier for you um Oh, maybe three. Since you you want to do three? Sprung it on yeah, us. Okay, so, three. Yeah, so random. Yeah. Like, I think I feel like three might be better. Um, I'll definitely say video games. Okay, video games. Great. How hard is it for you to get into a video game? Difficulty of four. Because it's hard for me to find the time. There you go. What's your reward out of it? Like an eight. Eight? That's mm -hmm. a good reward. Mm -hmm. Okay, number two. This one's going to be a little different, but making coffee. Okay. I gotcha. Um, it has a ritual. Mm -hmm. It has a, you know, there's a whole thing that goes into it. I know, I know you especially care for your coffee. How difficult is it for you to make the coffee? Like a one. It's a one. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's, it's a ritual at this point. And what's the reward of making coffee? Maybe like a four. Ooh, that's a good reward. Okay. And third. Number three. Probably when I'm like hanging out on the couch with Bree and Bones, just like watching a movie or a TV show. We'll call it couch time. Mm -hmm. How difficult is couch time? Um, three. three. Again, just to find a time. For us all to kind of get, Ring, yeah, wrangle to wrangle everyone, wrangle together, everyone right? yeah, to, for us all. The only one who's always down for couch time is Bones, because he's like, all right, it's time, let's go. So like, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, couch time. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, we're all, What's we're all busy and couch stuff. Time? Honestly, like a nine. A nine, couch yeah. time's really good. Yeah. Love couch time. Yes. All right, Andy? Um, it's... it's Let's say go video games. Okay, video games. That um, one's like a four. Four. To get difficult to play, depending on what I have scheduled and stuff for work. Okay. But I feel like reward is a seven or an eight, depending on what games I play. Like if it's more of a, if it's like Madden, it's like a, probably a lower reward because it's so ritual and the same things you do. But if you do like wrestling or Zelda or something, it's something that's not as simple. I guess wrestling is the same moves too. But like Zelda is something different, a little more challenging to do. Yeah. 
a more fulfilling, um, rewarding, like yeah, story the, game, like a game that I think the heart of the in. game, and then not so much of the same type of thing. It's a higher reward for me to play the game. Okay, but if I want to just kind of get through some stuff, I was like, oh, let me just put on just a mindless game to play that I don't have to really pay attention to, that I just know from memory of how to play it. Okay. Um, I'm so actually like gonna lower that to a six. I'm gonna have your eight and your six for video games. All right, that sounds good. Um, the thing is writing. Okay, writing. How difficult is writing? That's been around an eight. I just have this block. I had a brief time where I, I had something going, and now I'm kind of back to a, a writer's block of how where to take the story and how to like where to write and find time to write. Um. That reward would be a nine if nine. I did it. Because then I feel like it would be a breakthrough of getting through my headspace and uh, getting some stuff done to write. Okay. Um, and the last thing is probably hanging out with Maggie more. Um, that seems like a seven or eight to difficulty Why because we have such different schedules at night. Like she works mainly through the day and it's football season for her for school. So she does a lot of like admin stuff for mm-hmm. uh, for school or after school or after games for like baseball or basketball, um, and other assemblies or after like programs for like concerts and stuff. She has yeah. to do ad- adjunct duties. So it's a lot harder to find time for both of us. And when she does come home, she's like exhausted some of the time. So just spending time to go out with her is difficult. But yeah. that one reward would be a ten. A ten. Because there's so much stuff we have to get Wife through. Lifetime is ten. Yeah. Great. Okay. So reflect on these. Like we're we'll use this list. This is really good to really get through. So um if you find yourself stuck in next week's assignment, which is um I'll I'll text it to us all again. So that way we had it. Um but it's you know, three things that we would change in our childhood and how that affects us today. Um, I got to do the second half of this assignment and then we'll talk about it all next week, especially after I talk to my therapist about it and figure out how to actually suss it through. So that way I'm not leading us <laughs> over a cliff because <laughs> that's that's the, the fear of the mind sometimes. But use these lists. These are really great for mindfulness, too. Use these lists. I'll, I'm going to message you guys your list as well in case you forget about them. It's difficult to do them, but look at the reward. So if you're feeling down or if you're feeling whatever, you can look at your list and be like, that's a fucking, that's a sexy list. I'm going to do that list. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah. Now, let us use our mental <laughs> healthness and let us get into some world building. Um, we've been tackling this every week as we come across, um, you know, traveling the mind and especially what the, the, the end result of this is supposed to be is we're supposed to be creative, you know, more creative people. And we're creating a world and eventually we'll be creating further within this world. Um, Andy, for all you know, maybe your block is you should write the story within this world. Um with a mindset of rules and whatever have you. Who knows? I don't know. But um, that's what this world is for. I, I've definitely, it's definitely been helping me with my art and stuff like that. So um, just drawing some more and more fantastical, um, mainly females in this world. And I'm working on a new one that's like cool, like a fucking ritual summoning. And I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. Andy, write a tie in novel, <laughs> expanded universe yeah. of well being. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it's supposed to be about, dude. Podcasts have books and shit now. It's crazy, it's fucking wild. Yeah, it's the it's the wild west, bruh. Okay, so let's get ten minutes. Oh no, Andy, hit us with that recap. All right, I was trying to go through some of my notes here. So last time we have monks are spiritual, mages are scientists. We still have to name the magic because I don't think we did. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what this note. Uh, similar to Kaiba. Oh, 
Similar to Kappa Crystal's Orium. Oh, Aurorium. 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 Yeah. Uh, Mother Crystal's killing the planet. Other planet core is Aurorium. Casting spells fill it after um, after mining it. Uh, I know that was a huge discussion. Yeah, we got it. into like mining and stuff like that. And it's like maybe it's a part of our past. And so it's like now we're trying to figure out how to rectify that. Yeah. You know, because we, we got to have, you know, some plans of attacks against some things. Yeah. Past. All right. Uh, oh, the Dorvan class mined with it. The Kappa Crystals of mm-hmm. Uh Harvest instead of mining. We use magic to restore it. Certain spells, you need it. All resources come from planet to recycle planet and self-sustain ecosystem. Yeah. That's what we have. Yep. Yeah, because I we I'm not sure if we decided to go with it, but we had decided that essentially Aurorium was like a self-sustained like thing. So when we use Aurorium in our spells, like the the remnants of our it. yeah the, the remnants of our spells restore the planet. Yeah. So like the remaining energy from our spells restores the Aurorium in the planet. Which basically like allows us to not necessarily mine it, but harvest it. So we've essentially like made like crops of aurorium. Yeah, we're like we're we're and we're building aurorium into our stuff mm-hmm. too. You know, for all we know, we're we're using it as a lighting source, and so when we're you know, we're like a Tesla battery in a house with a solar panel. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, let me get our our 10-minute timer going. Make sure that sound is on. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? What are we building? Are we building further into our classes? Are we building further into our world? What are... What's going down? I think... So first of all, I think we should name our magic and just get that out of the way. Okay. And second of all, I think we should kind of dive back into the classes because we, we were doing that and we were actually on a roll for a little bit and then we kind of deviated from it. But I feel like that's kind of a that's a big staple of us getting into the tabletop aspect of it and then figuring out, you know, that that's really going to be a good foundation for where things will go from there. Cool. Dope. All right. Dig it. Um, magic. What's a good name for it? We're mining from Aurorium. Um, we're going mental health with our themes. Ooh, what's some of our... What are we thinking here? Mm. Telekinesis is its own thing. That's definitely not it. Mm. So... We established that, like, you don't need a Rorium for all the spells. Like, it's just more of an augment, correct? Yeah, Rorium, like, if say if you're in, like, uh, like next to Rorium, your your spells are, you know, obviously boosted. Okay. If you're within, like, range of Rorium. Okay. Um, raw, raw Rorium versus Mind Rorium is, is you, know, you know, kind of different things. Okay. So maybe not leaning towards Aurorium for the naming of magic. Hmm. Let me think here. I'm trying to look up. Dina. <laughs> with a P and the S. I don't know. Uh, Let me see. So we need something that's like, you know, Star Wars has the force. Mm -hmm. Final Fantasy has mana. Mm. Mm. 
I'm trying to look up like translations for other words that I feel like could maybe work. Ethereum, ethereum, psycho. <sighs> let's see. I mean, what if we dive into let's like mental mental health words are kind of lame. Are we going Latin base? Are we what are we doing here? Words for magic. Let's just go simple. Words for magic. Magic, sorcery, witchcraft, wizardry, spell working, supernatural, enchanted, occult. And there's heretical, jinx, fascinating, captivating, charming. This might sound weird, but it just sound it it sounds nice, and I could see it being something like that again, something simple. Uh, orca. Orca. O R K A. It's the Icelandic word for power. Orca. Oh, like the whale. Like the whale, but with a K, not a C. So oh, okay. That A adds a thing. Cool. Or no, sorry. It's the sorry, not not the translation, not the word power. It's the uh, Icelandic translation for the word energy. Energy. Okay. Energy. Yeah. Energy. Orca. Ooh, why don't we make it like in ours? We spell it A U R K A. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, Orca, A U R K A. Orca. Orca. No, no, no. Just, just, just Orca. So we just pronounce it Orca, but it's spelled Orca. Yeah, but it's spelled A U R K A. So A U R K A. So yeah, it's pronounced like Aura, but with a K. Orca. A U R K. Nice. Yeah, because then that that ties into the Aurorium too. Okay. Yeah. All right, right, that worked. I dig it. All right. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, All right. So now let's get back into classes. What haven't we defined? Like we have, let's see, we have Bard. Uh. We haven't defined bard. Yeah. Rogues we have, druids we have, fighters we have. Bard and barbarian we don't have. Um, barbarian. What's like a fucking... Mm. <laughs> uh, this is a weird aside. Do with it what you will. But I was going to create a sci-fi barbarian series called El Babado. It was kind of like a combination of like Conan and Desperado. Okay. Uh, And the main character rode around like a motorcycle, like a chopper kind of S kind of like future cycle. And his weapon was a shotgun (laughs) with an axe. I love that. Uh, but I, I don't know how that fits because we don't have guns in this world. True. So just now, now it's just an axe. So we just go back down to like an axe, an Aurorium axe. Mm-hmm. Um, but what purpose does a barbarian serve in this world? How do you, how do you define a barbarian in this world? Is it, is it people who are so based I mean, like the only the only barbarians that I can see is in the underfolk because they live this non-magic life, mm-hmm. non non-future tech life, so non-matter synthesized life. So you have people who are so on the outskirts and so living on their own that they've you know that they're so basic and needs that they've created their tribes either in under folk world, or I guess they could do it in, in our thing, but what's a name for them? Like not outlander, not underlander. 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 <laughs> underlander. <laughs> um, Just an under. Because what does barbarian even mean? 
Like, let's go to the root of, of that, I think. Barbarian. No, if I can spell. Barbarian definition. Member of a community or tribe not belonging to one of the great civilizations relating to ancient barbarians. Hmm. Okay, so, so it's literally like a tribal sort of. Yeah, so what's interesting is that what I was thinking of in my head and the way they describe that actually kind of ties in together. Like, so a, a member of someone who wasn't a part of one of the major tribes. So they're saying someone who okay. wasn't like a, a big, you know, they weren't part of the main civilization, like the underfolk. But, so what does that look like now that aliens exist? races are you know kind of that so so my my thought was maybe someone that just lives off the grid if that makes sense someone that basically wildarian wildarian <laughs> wildarians uh, wildarians they're just like out in the wilds and kind of have created their 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 tribe um and and their theirs is through brute force, much like the underfolk. So maybe underfolk and barbarians have like an agreement and stuff like that, and are cool with each other because it's like these are ones who are living not underneath the world, but above, but like in the forest and deep, and or deep in the deserts, deep in the forest, deep in the whatever, wherever you can get as far as civilization as you can. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. I like where your head's at, but I don't like Wildarian. It just doesn't roll yeah. off the tongue very well. I'll say more like a hacker type of thing. Hacker? How are they hacking shit? I don't know. They're under the radar. They're not part of the the, the world. They want to be like on their own. So next like, week we find out a name for for Barbarian. <laughs> I do kind of like yeah. the. Well, oh man. We'll come back to it. We, you gotta, you gotta, off gridders, off grid I do, hackers. I do like the idea of somehow tying in like barbarian and like brute force, like the way you would like brute force a like server or something. The way a hacker like brute forces a server. Brute gridders? No, no, just God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> If we we'll come him. back to it next week. Oh. Next week, you got to hold on to it till next week. Uh, all right. Fine. This has been well being. Thank you all for listening. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. We want to thank Effective, who did our theme song. It, go check out uh, their music. It's so fucking dope over on Spotify and SoundCloud. A F F E K T I V. Um, also, you can email us with any questions or any concerns, any ideas that you may have over at wellbeing.podcast forward slash. No, <laughs> wellbeing.podcast at outlook.com. I was trying to make it way more complex than it was forward slash hyphen apostrophe S. Um, brutes. Okay. <laughs> Um, Josh, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on all the social medias at Fearhead, P H E A R H E A D. Andy? Oh, sorry, I was mid gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and uh, threads at r.andrewsandoval. That's it. Cool. And you can find me over on Twitch on Sundays, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's Theo a Ripper. Just one word, Theo Ripper. It's really dope. Sundays, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, just streaming art, doing all kinds of fun shit, um, always having a blast. I ate a fly on stream last week. I didn't eat a fly. It was in my coffee. It was really fucking horrifying. Did you drink Anyways, it? Anyways. Did you drink it? Almost, almost did. Then you it, didn't eat it didn't you didn't eat it. It went it. in my mouth. It was in my mouth. I had it in my mouth for like a cool 
I don't know how the fucking long, but it felt like an eternity because I was like, what's this is some heavy coffee grounds. Oh, man. I wonder. Oh, I pull it out. And it's a fucking fly. Sick. <laughs> That's why you drink the lids. It was, it was lidded. I don't know how it got in there. I'm really it's horrifying. Uh, my son's trying to find the VOD and maybe we'll put up as a highlight uh, when I almost threw up on stream. Do it. You can also find me on Instagram and threads at Theo underscore Ripper. <laughs> Peace out, folios. Thanks for listening. Be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange.